Good morning, traders. Very, very warm welcome to today's early morning trade plan session, which is your opportunity to be um, as prepared as we can be for today's trading opportunities. Uh, so today is Wednesday, the 2nd of November. There's an important news event later on today, which we do need to be very mindful of because we're likely to get some uh, markets setting up for that news event. Um, so we're not too sure what sort of trading day we're going to get as a result. Yesterday proved to be quite choppy in the end i think that's the word um so we'll have a look at all of these um market conditions we'll, we'll take on board market fundamentals we'll have a look at risk sentiment and we'll see if we can put together our trade plan um for the day so please see our risk warning currently up on screen just be broadly mindful of the risks and more risks involved trading financial markets so all profitable traders, they need to consider which markets to trade, of course. Uh, where do you want to enter those markets consistently? Uh, there should be a bit of a, a methodology behind that process. Again, in terms of placing stop losses. Um, how do you manage risk in terms of your monetary exposure? Um, trade management as well and, and trading psychology, all important. They're all standalone, um, very important elements to trading markets. And uh, that's what this session is designed to do, is to prepare you for today's trading opportunities. This is why we have it live every single morning. Uh, and we address these considerations live in our trade rooms every day. And uh, we're strong advocates of being consistent in your approach, being accurate with your levels. Um, they're not sort of random levels that we use. They're, they're, they're what we call technical levels often. Um, disciplined with your capital. Uh, this is your money that you're trading with so do take it seriously and and patience as well all important aspects so let's start with a potential with a review of potential market moving news so um the word there is, is potential um sometimes we get markets reacting quite significantly like we saw yesterday um so a little commentary on monday uh european inflation is up at 10.7 expecting 9.9 .9. So that's a sizable increase. So these central banks are saying, right, well, we've probably peaked with inflation and uh, that's clearly not the case again. So it'd be nice for these central banks to start getting some things right rather than keep getting things wrong. Um, cash rates, um, we had the RBA. Uh, I suppose in the, in the grand scheme of things, quite a modest rate hike, uh, only 25 basis points from 2.6 to 2.85. Um, you know, the concern is on the financial stability, economic side, um, you know, the recession type uh, environment where if they raise rates too quick, it might bring about a much deeper recession. So they're certainly doing it a lot slower than perhaps the US are doing it. Um, it was bank holiday yesterday in France and Italy. Um, this, this was the figure here that we, we that started to rally these markets. And it's not so much the manufacturing number, it's more the, the job openings number, we, we believe was the, the catalyst for yesterday's quite volatile and quite erratic moves. Um, so just this number in here at two o'clock, the job openings number, we're expecting 9.75. We're expecting actually there to be less jobs available than the previous month. And we actually saw an increase. Uh, jolt jobs openings so the fed were hoping to to have some sort of uh impact on the jobs market and it's proving very very resilient and very strong and um, the problem with that is it's probably gonna 
give a green light to the Fed. It's going to be another signal to the Fed to keep raising rates the way that they are because they're not really having any meaningful impact just yet. Certainly as far as the jobs market in the US is concerned. Um, New Zealand dollar employment change, uh, quite a positive outcome really. The unemployment rate increasing ever so slightly. And now today we roll over to actually really quite an important end to the week. So admittedly, it's been a little bit on the bland or on, on the quiet side so far this week, but things are really going to start to uh, get very interesting now um, from this evening onwards. And we're really talking about the FOMC later on today. In fact, before that, we'll have the employment change number. So um, we're expecting 178 jobs to be added. Uh, you can see the, if we do a bit of analysis on the jobs number, it's quite hard to sort of see this, but um, historically we were probably looking at around 200,000 jobs added would be kind of a healthy situation for the US economy. And we're expecting 178,000. So um, on historical averages, it's, it's, uh, it's very much in line with, uh, with quite a strong economy. Again, this suggests to the Fed that they can continue their rate hike program. So all, all those people that are talking about, um, you know, that the Fed are going to pivot, um, we, we just don't see it. We've been saying it for, for quite some time. So anytime you see these markets pushing higher, um, they're doing so because uh, traders and investors believe it seems to be the case that the Fed are going to pivot, that there is um, already enough signs in these markets for... Um, Um, there's already signs in these markets that the Fed would need to take a little bit of a break from rate hiking. Um, we don't, we just don't necessarily see those signs. A bit of softening in certain areas, of course. Um, nothing of any sort of major concern. And and the Fed's focus is inflation, which is up at eight point two percent. So we're expecting a seventy-five basis point rate hike. Um, even that in itself is likely to, to be quite bearish for um, the US indice markets and probably quite strong for the dollar. <clears throat> if it comes in above 75, then it would be really bearish. And if it comes in below, then you might start seeing, if it came in at 50, for example, or 75 or something like that, you'd probably see the first signs of this um, this Fed pivot begin to kick in, although we don't necessarily believe that that's what they'll do. So these markets are pretty binary in that sense. Um, if rate hikes come in line with it, with, with, with consensus uh, or above, it's probably quite bearish. And if it comes in line with, um, If they come in below expectations in terms of rate hikes, then that would be really quite positive. So it's it's almost towing that line whether it is Fed pivot or whether there is no Fed pivot. And we don't think there'll necessarily be a, pe a Fed pivot at this stage. It's probably a bit too early to, to, to say with any real, like we don't have you know tragic numbers coming out and, and mass unemployment across the board. 
Okay, so um, so this is really the only focus of the whole trading day, and it's going to be interesting to see. Like just to, just to, to remind you, tomorrow we've got the BOE, so we've got more central banks, and on Friday we've got non-farm payrolls. So um, the, the the markets need to get through today's FOMC. Then we'll we'll it should be an interesting day for um, the central bank, the UK. Uh, rates are continuing to to skyrocket, and um, and Friday as well uh, with non-farm payroll numbers should be quite an explosive event. So we're going to be prepared. Um, that's the important part. We want to, um, if we pick a side, we need to we need to obviously go ahead and do that. <clears throat> we're on the Fed rate hiking side in terms of uh, our, our general positioning, which means these buy trades. We got into a buy trade yesterday. It was actually in the Dow Jones. We took a small buy trade and um it, it rolled over really quite aggressively and yesterday actually turned into quite a choppy kind of trading day really um however we we did hold off from um uh, we, we held off from getting into the rollover trade to the downside i.e wanting kind of a, a coherent pullback and then we wanted a flush trade to the downside so that's what we can look for in these markets is, is a break below yesterday's low. And if so, that gives us a little bit more of a green light. Um, so, so Jacob, uh, you have a request. Can you put together a list of the main news and indicate which direction the currency can move according to the news? This will be very helpful. Thanks. Um, right. Well, well, this here is the list of the news. So this is what we can expect. And, and this is why we look at um, Forex Factory. So we've got the impact and uh, it's the high impact news events that are likely to rattle these markets. Um, the, the problem is, you see, it's not as straightforward as you've, as, as you've said it, basically, because you could have, um, in the build up to these news events, you could have, um, we could have buy the rumor, um, sell the news you could have sell the rumor buy the news which is uh, moves that that occur with the with the news event in mind at the moment things things seem pretty quiet you could then have um a positive news story and a negative market reaction or you could have a negative news story and a positive market reaction so it's it's going to be quite hard to clarify and say if this happens this is definitely going to happen we, we don't want to do that, but we want to be mindful and say, we want to prepare ourselves for some downside if we get that 4% or even above that 4% mark. We'd be looking for the markets to, to roll over and start moving lower. And then the question becomes at that point, can we get um, a, a, a high quality trade-off? So does that make sense? Um, so these are the main news events. They're, they're all listed here in the times and the dates um this is this is what we'd uh look at and can we indicate the direction the currency can move according to the news very difficult to do that this is sort of so just to clarify we don't trade the news per se we're not news traders there's some traders that that just turn up just prior to adp and they'll trade that news event they'll trade the fomc tonight um but that's kind of a high risk strategy a high risk approach um so it's very difficult in 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 advance to say that the markets will react if we see such amount but what we want to do is pre be prepared for that event 
So that's the difficulty we're going to have. Because um, sometimes you get very sort of nonsensical price action in the build up to an event. And then you get nonsensical price action after the event. And, and COVID scuppered a lot of, um, there was a lot of reliable, like for example, um, in fact, Friday's uh, non-farm um, non payroll numbers. Uh, if we look at these employment change numbers, um, <clears throat> these markets have seen the, the biggest non-farm payroll change numbers in, in, in history. And this is going back even including 2008. Um, you know, we, we, all we saw was a little tiny little blip in comparison. COVID scuppered everything. And you would think these extremes would have created a lot of volatility in these markets, and they didn't, which is really surprising. Really surprising that they weren't as volatile as you would expect, because I guess traders and investors didn't really know how to trade it. They didn't know how to interpret the information and certainly didn't put all their eggs in one basket and, and drive markets in, in certain directions. So you've got to be careful about trading news events. And um, I suppose the only thing we want to get across is let's be prepared for potential outcomes. And that's really what it is. So ADP could have a, a positive impact if it's above or below the the, um, the forecast, which is 178. So if it's above, we'd probably see the, and this is why we discuss it every morning in this way. So we, we can say ADP, we can be prepared. If it comes in above 178, We'd probably be prepared for a bit of downside in equities and upside in dollar. Uh, FOMC, if it comes in around 4% or above 4%, we'd probably expect downside in the indices, upside in the dollar. But the opposite is also true. Below these levels, we, we'd expect um, probably a bit of upside in the US indices and a bit of downside in the dollar. <clears throat> so there's a lot that goes into it. And um, we just want to be broadly prepared for what we would like to see if the if the outcome is as we would expect but that's indeed the challenge of trading these markets isn't it it's positioning yourself in the right way um for example we could get a four percent rate hike and these markets could push higher that wouldn't make much sense to us but we might see those market technicals take control and the fundamentals take a back seat so it, it's really it's quite evolving and, and the story in the picture can change relatively quickly. Um, and, and we saw that yesterday, we saw the, the grinding price to the upside, the opening numbers came out and the markets reacted really quite, quite aggressively to the downside. If I show you on a 15 minute time frame, um, this was a, this was a strong, strong move. We created new highs before the news event, and then we created new lows after the news event. But we did say we wanted this market to pull back as it's doing and see if we could get that next leg over to the downside. The problem we've got is we've got ADP numbers in a few hours and then we've got non, um, FOMC. Will these markets be moving aggressively between now and then? In our experience, probably not. That's the problem. Um, so uh we just need to prepare ourselves for if if markets do decide to move in the direction in which we want to trade them and that would be further to the downside below the 38.46 the us indices just to wrap this up guys um we'll switch over to the live trade room now as well in a minute so you can you can have a further discussion about this 
Um, the Dow Jones uh, breaking below the 32,517. Further downside below the 11,267 for the um, for the Nasdaq. It took a bit of a for last week's earnings. It should have taken a bit more of a pummeling to the downside than what it did. Um, the key feature we think could be to do with the midterm elections next week. There might be a bit of extra support for these markets currently. With that news event in mind. So yeah, um, yesterday's move was, was hardly that convincing in the end. It, it's still looking like it's grinding higher. The quality of the move is, is quite poor. Bitcoin is really doing nothing. Um, oil and gold. So US oil could be an interesting trade. We are broadly bullish um, oil. Um, US oil above 88.85. Let's have a look at that. Uh, 88.85. So we'll have a look at that um, gold. You see, if the dollar weakens, gold will probably push higher. If the dollar strengthens, it'll probably push lower. We're going to be in this. We had a bit of a strong turnaround yesterday in line with the, the dollar pairs across the board. Um, Let's have a look at the, the dollar more more broadly. Yesterday, massive drop to the downside, and we've just gone into this little sideways pattern. So you can see this is a 15-minute time frame. If we zoom in, you can see we had a uh, one, two, three, four, five. We had a an hour and 15-minute reversal, and then a lot of sideways moving price action since. So the market's reversed. We were looking for actually a weak dollar. Uh, going into that news event it was a bit of a surprise for the market which is probably why it reacted so aggressively um bit of a surprise people don't know how to trade it so they'll 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 sort of panic and, and they'll exit their trades and it adds more volatility to the downside so we don't want to get in, involved in that flush trade once once you get down to these levels and that's what happened we saw a strong flush trade attempted to make kind of a bit of a pullback tried to make new lows and, and ultimately failed and we've just got into this sideways pattern now as we speak. Uh, again, a bit of indecision. We're going to broadly look for some dollar strength. So our positioning really over the course of the trading day is um, dollar dollar strength potential and um, and U.S. indice weakness, which perhaps with a strong with a stronger oil market potentially our price is certainly pushing higher again we we do have to be mindful of the midterm elections it will have an impact although they're at pains to tell us that they probably won't have an impact so tricky tricky market conditions at the moment guys um uh aussie dollar So not quite some dollar strength. So the, the New Zealand dollar is just reacting positively. So if there's dollar weakness, the New Zealand dollar could be a 
potential trade. Nothing really happening in the pound, euro pound. We're getting some yen positivity. We do have broadly a weak dollar. Okay, let's have a look at the euro yen as well. Um, just to the downside below today's low, it's the 145.39, 139. Okay. So so what we can do, and, and, and Jacob, this goes back to, to your probably initial question is, can we identify a trade plan to sort of navigate these markets? And um, and this is where like our trade plan that we put together now will, will kind of help because if we get the news events that basically support our trade idea, then we've got a clearly defined markets that we're going to be focusing our attentions on and again it's quite um it's quite dollar heavy um, but that that's fine because that's where the that's almost where the action is right now so so um market summary yesterday was cautious risk on which it proved to be the case we saw strong rollovers to the downside um now i think with, with the fomc in mind um later on today and adp numbers we can probably prepare ourselves for some cautious risk off market conditions now at this stage. So um, we've got US indices lower. Um, so we can prepare for that. US dollar. Sorry, let's use strength weakness, excuse me. So we, yes. so the US dollar strength trade, we, we can we can look for that would that's how we're 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 looking to position ourselves going into today's news events. So we're looking for a dollar to strengthen, and then we've got to be selective. So we've got to pick the markets where the dollar is strengthening. That gives us a decent opportunity. Um, Just to let you know, um, do be mindful, we do have the FOMC at the slightly earlier time of 6 p.m. Uh, tonight. So that's going to be uh, quite a volatile event, I'm sure. Um, okay, so U.S. oil, looking to buy of the 88.85. And last but not least, we can certainly look at the Euro-Yen into sell. We know that the BOJ look to jump into these markets and uh, and see if they can take advantage of um, some yen strength. Is it one forty five thirty nine? Let me just double check that again. Yeah, one forty five thirty nine. So uh, one forty five. Okay, one forty-five point nine. Okay, so this is broadly our, our trade plan then for the for the day ahead. So we need to be quite cautious because of today's news events uh, in the pipeline. We're looking for cautious risk-off market conditions. We're looking for the U.S. indices to actually uh, 
continue their little move that we saw yesterday to the downside. Um, we're looking for the dollar to perhaps start strengthening again, and we might just need to be selective on those US dollar strength trades. US oil certainly would be more interesting above 88.85, and the euro yen looking to sell below the 145.39. Uh, and do be mindful of tonight's FOMC at 6 p.m. UK time. So because of the clocks went back there at the weekend. So next week, the UK time, uh, the US times will be kind of back to normal. All right, then, guys, listen, on that note, um, Jacob, if you can join us over in the other room as well, um, you know, great question. Uh, we can uh, we can discuss it in a little bit more detail if you need. Um, my pleasure, guys. On that note, listen, take care. We'll, uh, we'll be back again, of course, uh, tomorrow morning. And just to let you guys know, we do trade these markets live every day at 8 a.m. and again at 12.45 p.m. So for more information, just uh, go to our um, go to our website there, thelivetraderoom.com, and uh, happy to uh, speak to you in more detail. Great stuff. On that note, take care. We'll speak to you soon. Bye for now.